everybody. This is uh, David, or Asher, and this is uh, Front Row Perspectives. Uh, ignore that. Uh, uh, it's it's just too late. Me. That happened. We can't ignore it now. Can't ignore it now. Uh, All well, uh, joining me is Michael. Hi. And Will. Yo, yo, yo. Uh... As much as we would have uh, would have liked to do uh, violence in video games, uh, certain real life things are happening. Hey, 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 hey! Spoilers. I, I'm sorry, but thunderstorms and power Stop. outages are kind of uh, like laws of nature. So uh, we are going to do a different one, <sighs> and we're going to be doing fan communities. Nice, toxic fan communities. Hey, not all of them are toxic. Uh, Hashtag I, not all can communities. Not all are cancer. <laughs> okay. Uh, probably the one with the most... Probably the the, the largest fan, uh, like interaction with fan communities is actually Will here. That um, would be correct. <laughs> Uh, because I am 100% a lurker. I sit on the outside and read the wikis, but I don't participate. <laughs> and with me, it's uh, there are certain communities that I kind of dip my toe into, but the communities I'm interested in also tend to be very um, um, isolationist. They tend to not like new people dipping their toe in, so there's not many communities that I'm actually part of. And I was a huge uh, member of a uh, of a fan community that from 2006 pretty much until 2017. Um, I'm not really active in the community anymore, but I was a huge part of it. And um, I'm very happy that I did because I got to meet awesome people in real life. Yeah. Uh, and, and so far, let, let's talk about the the good things about fan communities just to get the oh yeah strong foot out i can there. go all day on that <laughs> um one thing is as will just said it's actually the camaraderie you you meet people that you would not normally meet unless you do it through a fan community thing and that's exactly true especially uh with the with internet and back then it was mostly for um, a lot of the stuff is done on forums. Nowadays it's, you know, through Twitter, Facebook groups, um, Reddit, all that wonderful stuff. But back then it used to be hoping to find a community that had a forum and it would be all based on forum activity <laughs> or email or email lists that also, unless you had a website as well. So that's uh, and being able to meet it. So it was a little bit tougher than it would be today. I guess that would be a matter of perspective, I think. But um, it's still uh, a lot of camaraderie, a lot of meeting people. Uh, it's uh, everyone sharing pretty much uh, their passion for the prod for whatever uh, whatever you're geeking out on. And it's a good way to meet people and being able to you know relate to them and learn more about them, not just about uh, you know, about the actual product itself, but actually, you know, meet people all across the world, which I have done. Yeah. Um, probably, like, if I actually had described the communities I was part of, I was that one guy that's like, I would visit the website, read over everything, but never participate. I was just that, uh, the lurker of the group. I would yeah, if anybody said like, "Oh, you're a fan," like I'd probably go like, "No, I know of it. I like it, but I wouldn't outright say that." Quotations: "I'm a fan." Admittedly, certain things like, "Oh, hey, Metroid," is like, "Yeah, I'm an outright fan. I love Samus," but he really, really loves Samus. Uh, really, really does. Like, so let's be so honest. It's it's a little uncomfortable how much he loves Samus. Just a tad bit. He would probably pay real money to get the uh, to get weird Samus stuff, like I think like at a, one point you're like the, you know, 
how would that be shaped? Like this weird triangular pillow? <laughs> Just to have the giant, huge shoulder pads? It's a morph ball. Oh. <laughs> it's a morph ball that you climb into. To sleep. <laughs> oh my god. I would actually pay money for something oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> Ding! Point! Ding! Point! <laughs> 50 Look. points to Slytherin. Ooh, yes. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it's like, if somebody goes like, oh, so you've been on, like, such and such Metroid website, it's like, no, uh, I visit it. I will admit, I have an unhealthy obsession with Metroid database. Um, Not so much anymore, but I would basically be sitting on that website waiting for updates years ago that's a little sad that's a little sad i would also did you do that was it during the time that you and i were living together i hope not no this was uh the Way first before? time <laughs> i moved uh th this was in high school and a little bit out of college oh okay so uh those were uh kind of depressing times for myself because I, as sometimes they can be. As sometimes they can be. Because <laughs> um, I reread all the fan translations of the Metroid manga that they had on there. The the, the whole unhealthy... It's like... Uh, sitting there going, I want more Metroid. And... Uh, like I even pre-ordered Metroid Other M. Going like this is going to be an amazing. It's going to get more fans in the community. Maybe I'll start participating now, and then bam, I, <laughs> I just felt devastated. As you should be. <laughs> not not at the gameplay of all things. I was devastated at the story. I think you and everybody were more disappointed in the story than anything else in that game. Uh, that that is. I, I'm not going to talk about Metroid Other M because I I have my own person. That, that is an epi that is an episode in of itself. <laughs> that that is basically Michael's uh, City of Heroes, City of Villains podcast for when we all get three to of that. us are going mean, to have one. Honestly, <laughs> all yeah. three of us are going to have one. <laughs> the only reason the only reason I have a known trigger on the podcast is because we. Hit, uh, we've hit topics that kind of go alongside City of Heroes twice. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have two on-the-record rants. Yeah. There are at least two rants that both Michael and Will know not to mention very often. <laughs> One of them is Metroid Other M. The yeah. other is, Gund is Gundam Seed. Because that was... Uh... Oh. Will... Right. Will... Stop. Yes. Stop so, now. So, uh, David, tell us more about tell us more about how Gundam Seed was the definitive Gundam. <laughs> I, I, the, mm. Switching gears because we need to. <laughs> um, I know that I'm probably going to spend the most time talking here, so why don't um, Michael, if you can go ahead and discuss your interactions, if any, with a fan community. Because I know I'm going to spend a lot of time talking, and you guys will be responding to it. <laughs> but so, so I'm just trying to let you have your peace right now, because you better do it. Otherwise, I'm going to start rambling. So, in fairness, and I'm going to preface this first talk, the first one I'm going to name. I'm going to preface with this isn't turning into a rant. I promise, mostly. Quotations. We hope so. Because the first community and the one that I was actually strong in, and that actually was a positive interaction was the City of Heroes fandom. Understandable. Oh, good for you! <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind, sir? <laughs> A little bit, but go for it. <laughs> okay. But no, it was... Even even to this day, even to this day, there are still large pack, uh, pockets of the fandom. We're still, you know, there's still a lot of conversation between us. There's still a lot of good stuff. So... It's something that something that NCSoft wasn't able to destroy, ending the rant there. See? Nice and simple. 
All right. It is actually. That was quite surprising. Yep. So other other than that, though, I mean, I'm not going to name any other fandoms for reasons you'll hear in a few moments, because for the most part, the interactions were pretty atrocious. Um, there was one. Actually, no, I take that back. This is this is more anecdotal. This isn't me personally, but this is something that kind of helped influence my opinion on fandoms. And that was uh, a little a little known indie game that nobody's ever heard of called Undertale. Oh boy! And <laughs> yeah, and how uh, their their fandom can be very easily triggered. I guess would be one way of phrasing it. I'm trying to find a nice way of saying things, um, but basically the 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 interaction that I'm thinking of in specific was the whole absolute hatred towards uh, a certain YouTuber by the name of Matt Pat uh, from the Undertale community regarding you know, one of his fan theories. Which, yes, is the theory realistic? Maybe not. Is it fun to think about? It is to me. Is it something worth getting super angry and pissed off and uh, very like ver- verbally violent around? No. And that was a an experience that I watched from the sidelines and was like, wow, guys, um, chill maybe? But other than that, like I said, uh, not naming any specific communities for the rest of this, just there's been a few where I would get kind of connected. I'd get kind of, I'd try and get connected rather. And I get very much, a, a, a people are like, well, why, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. You don't, oh, wow. you don't have it. You you haven't been here with us for 50 years, and that's not an exaggeration in one case, which actually is a bit of a spoiler on which one that is. Uh, so what are you doing here? And I'm like, um, I mean, I'm a fan. Well, you don't know about blah, 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 so therefore you can't possibly be a real fan. Oh, that type. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's the toxic stuff right there. So, yeah, um, kind of mixed bag. Like I said, City of Heroes, great community. Uh, other games I've played, Final Fantasy XIV has some really good communities. Uh, but as far as like a fan community, as a, a, a something of that nature, um, yeah, mixed bag. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over because that's pretty much what I have to say on that topic. All right. Well, the uh, fan community that I'm mostly associated with and the longest I've had it with would be the Ace Attorney fan community. Um, It started with me starting to play some of the games, really uh, enjoying the original trilogy at the time. Uh, And then ending up, uh, you know, I really wanted to see if there was, I don't know what really prompted me Maybe because I was huge into RPG Maker at the time, um, you know, meddling with R- RPG Maker 2000 all the time. I did that uh, mm-hmm. plenty of times, but um, <clears throat> I wanted to see if there was something like that could make a case, you know, like it, uh, a court case uh, in the style of Ace Attorney, which led me to the first website I associated myself with. Um, which was Ace Attorney Online, which I believe is still going on. Uh, And uh, I established a presence there, made a a couple of trials uh, using their software, which I think was, I'm trying to, I think it was script and Java based at the time. I think it's probably a little bit more advanced now since it's obviously been, I started there in 2006. So 13 years later, I'm sure they've been improving it since then. So, um, And then after that, um, I started checking out other sprites uh, and ended up finding myself on court records. Um, that was also a, uh, I think still exists. It's been a while since I've been on court records. Uh, and of course, I uh, started doing a sprite comic then, you know, manipulating with Photoshop um, and got a lot of very constructive feedback, <laughs> which, you know, in hindsight, I, I consider it constructive. Back then, not so much, uh, mostly because I was still rather young. So my interactions with people, especially a whole bunch of people online, 
was kind of miffy. And that was mostly by my own failure and maturity, but there was a lot of great people on there. Uh, I then started, a, excuse me for this, I'm, I was in the middle of chewing something, I apologize. Um, now, one of the uh, biggest things that I got into was some of the forum games. And one of them specifically was uh, one uh, called Mafia, which some people know as Werewolf, One Night Werewolf, uh, or you know, if you play uh, the Steam or web-based version of Town of Salem, that type of gameplay. <clears throat> but I know using it is Witch, forum. Uh, uh, witch Hunt. So. Witch Hunt, I know, yeah, I know it is all those as well as Secret Hitler. <laughs> Secret Hitler is also another version of that same very game. So, But I got introduced to that concept um, and actually started making a name for myself in doing that. Um, uh, and then as soon as we, we uh, migrated to our own, like, location since apparently our gameplay was crashing the forum the entire forum <laughs> so because our game section was crashing the entire forum because everyone was refreshing and it was just overloading their servers so we eventually had to take that entire mafia ace attorney mafia group and move it to uh, a completely different location and i think at one time i was actually a member of three different websites that were doing their own mafia but also um, mostly Ace Attorney, and and then just it just started going off on its own little tangents. Um, I mostly stayed for that, and then during that time frame, um, I also got involved in the Ace Attorney uh, musical online project, which is just called Turnabout Musical. You can find actually find uh, sound files and uh, actual live video of that was taken. Uh, not just, I think two years, was it two years ago? It doesn't feel like it was two years ago. Uh, might've been three years, might've been three years ago. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's been a while. <laughs> but um, I became involved in that. Initially I was trying to play the uh, uh, titular villain, uh, uh, Manfred von Karma. But after getting some feedback on that, I was trying some other characters. I ended up actually getting casted as the role of the judge. <laughs> so I was only I was only part of half of the of the story, and that was mostly just me sitting there, you know, or standing. in, in the case of the live show, because I was standing, wasn't sitting. I don't recall sitting at least. Uh, <laughs> I might have, but just basically, I was the judge, and I made him very um, kind of like a mixture between Deckard Cain and Sean Connery, which which is weird because Deckard Cain from Diablo is kind of a mixture of Sean Connery as well. <laughs> So it was like an old man, Sean Connery, Deckard Kane mix. It was a little weird, but it worked and it got me the part. Um, so there's a CD with uh, with that on it. And then I was I actually went down to Wilmington, uh, North Carolina, and met a lot of these people for the first time. I've met I've met one of them in person before. Um, and I actually had him move with me for about three or four months because he was living by himself in Phoenix. Um, and then um, he couldn't find a job. I think it was probably for six months, actually. Yeah, I think it was for six months. And he just couldn't find a job and things weren't working out because of that. So he moved back to Texas with his family. Uh, but I met him first. Um, and then, of course, I met a whole bunch of people for the first time um, in person because we talk in vo voice chat and you know, other correspondence, but seeing a lot of those people for the first time was just an amazing, fun experience that I would like to do again. And if, if I wasn't busy with so many other things now, I would probably try to jump back into that community, but that's mostly just time constraints. There's just so much to do and so little time. So, so it's just, I miss that community a lot. And uh, a lot of my great memories were there. And to be honest, a lot of my online persona uh, <clears throat> evolved from that. And I went through the uh, trying to portray my, uh, my online persona as I would as a care, as a, like an OG care, OC character. Um, I'll just say OC because OC character was OB original character character. That won't make sense. Um, yeah, it's like same number. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, you know, I tried, you know, you know, 
having a presence online that would meet my OC. I've done uh, a lot of my early gamer tags uh, had that OC character name. And in case some people don't know, that used to be Galleon Von Karma or GVK for short. Um, it's also been G Von Karma for like uh, Xbox and other things. But um, Galleon Von Karma, that's uh, a character I created based off of a mixture of a Lunar's Galleon, which a lot of us know already. If you've watched some of the streaming stuff, we did an entire Luna playthrough of that just recently. Um, yeah. And then Von Karma, and then Von Karma, of course, is uh, one of the uh, one of the prosecutors, a family of prosecutors that you keep running into in that game series, even as of today. So, I have. I mean, there was a few incidences where I would back away, um, but to be honest, overall. I would have to say that my experience with that community was 90% positive and would uh, not, so nine out of 10 would, would, would fan over again, uh, <laughs> would fan over again. If I had to do it all over again, I definitely would. I'd probably be more active as I would be now. I miss it terribly. And, uh, and I'm, as a matter of fact, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't remember the name and I probably will later and I will plug them. They have, there's a, a, a small group of them are still doing content and uh, they're also doing podcast related stuff as well. Nice. Um, I think, I think I might have plugged them a long time ago when I came back, when we were doing original podcasting at the rail yard uh, a long time ago, I might've plugged them way back then, but if they're still doing things and I'll check back cause I don't really do social media much anymore. Um, I reactivated it recently just so I could start keeping contact with people. But if I will, uh, I will plug you guys in a future podcast. I'll just have to start looking up things and make sure you guys are still active and around. I just don't have access to my computer because I'm house sitting. But um, I will plug you guys. I promise, and I miss you guys. All of you guys were awesome. Everyone at VG Mafia, CR Mafia, or as it later was known as Saccharin Park, or. Uh, um, uh, Ace Attorney Online, all of you guys at Court Records, um, and of course, um, oh, uh, Vendetta, uh, Vendetta Strata is where most of us went to, um, and I miss all of you guys there, and I hope you're all doing well, and so yeah, that's, uh, that's basically my experience with fans, and, and of course, I have all, as far as a negative thing for me, I have been watching a lot of YouTube videos as well as doing my own research um, and looking into and watching and reviewing, um, you know, about fan communities as a whole. Um, and I can understand both sides of uh, not really enjoying, you know, some of the things that create content creators come Cause there are some fan outrages. I totally, totally understand. And then there's some stuff that are just, freaking stupid and nitpicky and just people who would like to just make fan fictions of their own game and have them actual canon. You know, there's that in every fan community. There's always the extremists, then the ones in the middles, and the ones that just enjoy themselves, you know, just the exact. So I would recommend trying to find something that encompasses everything so you get to see everything and then decide which side you go on. So... Oh, that's that. That's all I have to say about that. Oh, in this case, Anyone, we, you guys want to plug anything or like well, or ask me anything about it or? Uh, I I remember the fact that somewhere, and this is on YouTube. I'm not sure if it's still on YouTube. Uh, given the way uh it's been acting lately, and various other things, is that uh you did a musical. Yes, that's I did mention that. Yeah, Turnabout Musical. There was a live show uh, December of 2016. Um, and I actually flew all the way to Wilmington, North Carolina to participate in that. Yeah. And, and that was a, a great experience in of itself. Um, I definitely was not as prepared as I should have been. Real life shit does that to you. But... <laughs> But it was still a great experience nonetheless. And it, I think the recording, because I think it was recorded live on YouTube as we were doing it. 
Um, I also had one of my one of my cousins came and watched it too. Um, he didn't really understand the material, so he he said I, it was it was fun, but not something he normally does. But uh, <laughs> um, it might still. Oh, uh, am I still there? You're sort of. Hello, are you guys still there? Sorry. Yeah, you are now. Uh, one moment. Well, well, that's going on. Uh, yeah, like I, uh, I, I don't think I was Will's roommate when that happened, or at least not. I was his ex-roommate. And okay, sorry about that. Yep. Okay, there we go. Yeah. You were ex-roommate at the time that this happened. Um, I think we stopped being roommates uh, around September or August of 2014. Okay. So, so yeah, and I think, so what I was trying to say before something happened on my phone, sorry, I am podcasting from my phone since I'm still moving and haven't unpacked everything yet and house-sitting. Uh, <laughs> uh I believe it's still on YouTube because it was recorded while I was at Wilmington. It might still be there. Turnabout musical. You may have to look for it. Um, I mean, we could probably look look for it right now if we really wanted to. And uh, is it there? Did um, you look? I'm bringing something up right now. So let's see here. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I was like. You were the. It's like I knew about the, oh Phoenix Wright, uh or. Uh, Ace Attorney series, mm -hmm. but I was not super I, into it as you were. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I was a little. As you can tell, I really loved into it. Notification, I believe, is one of the, is I believe, uh, one of the many things that they do notification let's see here oh yeah nope don't I, anyway okay please don't auto Go start ahead. okay there we go let's get was that uh i was just bringing up youtube and accidentally oh. clicked on something like i don't want you to play that let's see here so trying to see because I, I see that there are videos and there are some uh videos here i think there's a there's also a, a couple of live clips and there's one oh there's one of me there i am standing there holy cow <laughs> wearing a beard that was extraordinarily uncomfortable and itchy as heck and i it was ended up and it be, i guess it became a quirk because i would it would i would see myself chewing on it a little bit <laughs> because it was bothering me and getting in my mouth all the time so i was chewing my beard i still have that outfit i'm looking at i'm actually on youtube right now and looked up turnabout musical live two years ago and there it was it really two years ago it doesn't feel like it was two years ago my god it says two years ago, but I want to check the actual, because the one yeah. I've got pulled up is, it's got to be the butts. Yeah, it's got to be the butts. <laughs> okay, please do not start. Please do not start. There we go. There he is. Don't start, please. Oh, God. <laughs> it was two years ago. September. Was it? No. It was not September. It was definitely December. I'm looking at the video, and it says published September 19th, 2017. My, that might have been published, but I don't think that's when we did it. I really, 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 really don't think so. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, description. Here's the channel. Uh, recorded December 18th, 2016. That's it. December 18th. Oh, my God. So, and I had only one dress rehearsal the day before. One dress rehearsal through the entire thing. Oh my god! So how stressful? Yeah, that that uh, that is kind of thing because uh, 
That was a thing, man. I actually parked. So I, I'm probably, like I said earlier, I'm definitely one of the ones that really have dipped their toe into the fan community type of ideal. So much so that um, it's on YouTube and we actually gave away CDs. I'm not sure we sold them because I think, and no, we did not get, and by the way, in case some people are thinking about it, no, we were not hit with a cease and desist. We actually had Capcom's blessing. Yeah, that's so. the one thing I do recall about that was that like you had actually gotten Capcom to go uh, give you the go ahead, which Wait, well, not me specifically, but the the ones who ran the project. Yeah, get, well, you know, everybody kind of was hushed. I think we were in the middle of recording and finalizing things when we heard that uh, we are currently in talks with a uh, representative from Capcom, and pretty much everyone just stopped. And held their breath. At least I did. Because that's scary. But then um, they said we were good to go. This is uh, this is coming to me from my lurker days. Is that I, I am a fan of a, a couple of Capcom games. One of which I am still kind of rather rudely annoyed by Capcom by. Uh oh. It's the most typical one you'd expect. But... Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I could say about Capcom is Capcom's fan community is amazing. It is yes. like super, like monster. Say what you want about Capcom themselves, but the community. Whew. God, they're, they're uh, Capcom's fan community. They stick their neck out a lot and mm-hmm. they don't get enough recognition, even from Capcom. Because, like, when somebody said, like, hey, uh, like, they were putting up a thing, uh, like, I think somewhere along the line, somebody said, like, hey, why not make this guy that's been the leader of, like, three major fan communities, because he was uh, the guy in charge of Monster Hunter. Ooh, okay. Uh, Mega Man. Ooh, there we go, yeah. Mega, Mega, Mega Man. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to remember the third one, but basically it's like he was so. Uh, but every com- he participated in just about every community, mm-hmm. and Capcom put up a listing for um, essentially fan out uh, like a a PR uh, fan community manager. Cool. And literally all the communities try like or like here's a person already, and he's doing it for free. And Capcom, pay him. <laughs> it's like pay him, and it's kind of sad story because like he he said like I'll I'll apply officially, see what happens, and he didn't get the job. That's a shame. It was a it was an extreme shame, but he said, a um yes, I am a very public known face. But based off of his interview that he had with Capcom, they did state that they would like to keep him on call in case that the the person that they got uh, didn't work out. Didn't work out. As far as I mm-hmm. know, what actually happened, the person that they hired basically went straight to him every time, <laughs> and he basically just he basically became like an on call uh, inter uh, person for the actual. Uh, mm-hmm. public relations uh, community manager that they hired. Ah. Uh, well, he never got paid for it, but it's like, oh, hey, that's... Um, but it's one of those things of, like, they, Capcom, Capcom's fan community is crazy friendly. Uh, they try and help everybody out. I'm not sure how it is nowadays, but I'm pretty sure it's mm-hmm. roughly the same. Um, but uh, th- this may start to lead into uh, the other half that we do need to talk about. Yes, the darker side. As much as I would love to just, as much as I would love to just sit here and just spew positive stuff about my experience with the, uh, with the, uh, with the Ace Attorney Phoenix Wright community, there is always the darker side. All Which, right. Thankfully, I didn't experience too much, but let's go into it. Okay, I've. Uh, this is probably why I 
just did lurker stuff is that I actually did try enjoying a pen and paper uh, Final Fantasy RPG group online. And they were very... When was this? When this was, was this? actually in high school. This was, uh, this was back when I was reading uh, web comics daily and I had like a hundred web comics to read. Ah! Uh, one of them had mentioned uh, a RPG version of Final Fantasy. I'm like, okay, this sounds amazing. And me being about 15, you can guess how the community actually reacted to a 15-year-old mm -hmm. stepping into uh, probably a bunch of 20-somethings. Yeah. Be it a kid. We don't need you here. Oh, we don't they... They, <laughs> they didn't like anything um, that you I thought, had to offer? I tried to offer helping with making an expansion to uh -huh. try and do um, Robotrek, which mm -hmm. they started peeking up, but there was a couple of guys that were like, nah, don't. Stop him. He's going to ruin it. It's going to be ruined. We shouldn't allow this guy, and I just kind of dropped from that website. I I felt a little bit like, oh hey, I wanted to help out, and these guys were very vocal and kind of the people that had a lot of say in the for uh, in that forum. So when they mm -hmm. said like, don't allow him, uh, they shut it down and said like, we're sorry, no, and then I just did the one thing which is I stopped going to the forum. I, I didn't join, uh, I stopped signing in, I stopped going to it, I just utterly left it. And looking back on it now, I'm not sure if they're still active, or somebody else took over the project, or if something, they basically they gave up because the, those people got a little toxic. And, that does tend to happen. And that's the thing, is like, in certain communities, when you get those people that are uh, very vocal about things and try to prevent people from joining or providing ideas, that's when you start getting toxic communities. Um, that's why I'm kind of a lurker nowadays, is that it's like, when one or two people stop somebody that's really interested in helping out and doing something. Mm -hmm. And it, it kind of turns that person off from doing it. It makes them feel segregated and kept as an outsider instead of like, oh, hey, let's help out. Let's get you going. Um, it, It's weird because like ever since then, like, that's why I really never joined uh, the Metroid databases uh, forums because a um, this was like right after that, and so it's like I'm not going to join a forum unless I absolutely feel I have to. Mm -hmm. uh, which is why it's like I don't. Which is why like my online presence is actually very very little. Mm -hmm. Unless you decide to go into, like, you know, governmental databases, and it's like, oh, hey, this guy has a file on him, but that's for different reasons. <laughs> um, so it's like, that was my one foray, and at a kind of impressionable, kind of impressionable age, uh, why I'm not very, how should I say this, active in fan communities. Mm -hmm. I am the type of guy that's like, okay, I will say I'm a fan, but I'm not the die-hard, oh, I know this one character from this one panel in the one comic that was uh, shown this time, and these were the original colors, these are the reprint colors, so on and so forth, level of fan. Although I don't think I would ever be that guy, I'd be the middleman, but it was that type of fan that basically t kind of turned me off from actually participating in fan communities. Hmm. Uh, was the factor of, like, the 
so-called like you don't know this kind of fan mm-hmm. and to be honest yeah i i'm the type of person that like oh yeah i'm a fan of mega man not mega man legend specifically but i do i do like like the x series not necessarily original Mega Man. Not that there's anything wrong with him. I just... My first proper Mega Man game was Mega Man X. Ah. So, Not bad. Um, it, it's also why it's like... I liked lurking. Uh, because then it's like I don't necessarily have to interact with people. Mm-hmm. But... At the same time, like, if you don't interact, you don't get to meet people. You don't get all these nice, interesting stories. But right. then again, uh, there are those horror stories that you hear about, like, certain people in certain fan communities. And then find out, like, the person that they thought was really cool online was... Uh, A huge prick! <laughs> asshole prick. Or even worse, somebody that's really dangerous to meet. That is also true, but that's... that's. I think that the positivities outweigh the negatives, mm-hmm. to be honest. I mean, it, it, there are some people that will be super strong about the fan communities. Like, I know for a factor that I am... Uh, like, I'm a fan of Pokemon, Final Fantasy... Uh, lots of RPGs, but mm-hmm. when I it, like when I first actually heard the backstory for Monster Hunter, I was like, "Wait, what? There's an actual backstory to this? It's not just beat the shit out of giant monsters." <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, uh, there are some games that I will look on the outside. And I will never touch that game in a million years. Because alone, its fan and community is that toxic. Uh. Um, probably the biggest one I could think of right now is uh, Call of Duty. I hate to say it, but Call of Duty is probably one of the more toxic uh, communities ever. I believe it. (laughs) And everyone's like, but it's a competitive game, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, there's shit-talking, and then there's just shit-talking for shit-talking's sake, which is what 90% of the people do. They they play the game because they feel like, oh, this gives me an empowerment, but at the same time, like, 90%, it's like, if I'm playing online, I'm muting myself, because if you're here to play the game, play the game. Not right. psychologically beat the shit out of somebody and it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, but yeah, then there's other communities um, that, like, literally, I thought they were kind of nice, and then it's like you hear this utter, like, backlash mm-hmm. against something, and you're like, how the f- did that happen? <laughs> um, I'm and I'm gonna kind of preface this because like this is before the premiere of the Sonic movie, not like mm-hmm. the actual premiere, but like oh hey we've just gotten the updated trailer recently, right? And well, thank God for that. That that is fan community doing something for the better, positive, positive. Yeah, I, right. Because um, there is another uh, movie that's based off a video game property that its fan community is not as big as Sonic, but they've put out an outcry. But the uh, director and uh, the film company are utterly ignoring them because they're taking Monster Hunter, of all things. Uh oh. And ter- and doing uh, essentially the Bayformers treatment. Ooh. Uh, I- I'm going to have to explain a little bit about Monster Hunter's backstory. Just a little bit? bit. Just a little bit. 
Just so people can All understand right. how big of a travesty this movie will be. Okay. Um, Monster Hunter, in the world of Monster Hunter, this takes place after a po- basically an apocalypse. <laughs> um, ancient race, uh, war uh, basically tried to take over nature. Nature responded by creating super monsters, uh, also known as elder dragons, and fucked everything up. So, uh, the race that ruled the world decided to kick back and go like, you know what, let's try and do stuff in tune with nature, but try and, like, not overdo it. So, the entire thing of hunts is that you hunt monsters, but you're not over-hunting them, because then you get more, uh, elder dragons start popping up more, and start kicking back. For the movie, though... They're going to go with the isekai route. Mm. For those who are not anime fans, isekai means transport uh, is essentially literally translated as another world. It actually refers to as being transported to another world. Mm. How it's <laughs> going to play out is our main character is a military probably Marine or Army, that they go to a mission of a strange report of monsters happening, find a portal, gets transported to the world of Monster Hunter, and then they get transported back because one of the monsters came on our side. <sighs> the Monster Hunter community is very... They're not toxic, they're very respectful, but they have asked multiple times that hey could you please stay like you don't need to do that stupid of a plot you could just have hey i'm a guy i hunt monsters here's the big bad go with the flow you can still keep your action movie scenes you just don't need to overcomplicate it um but as compared to sonic's movie thing where it's like and trust me, the Sonic fan community is weird. Weird. Weird, because they're very, very friendly. But say one thing that either breaks canon, breaks their OC... Or breaks their favorite character, and they go batshit insane. Mm. And in this case, it worked for them because, God, that first trailer was a horrible living nightmare. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. Uh, there are toxic communities out there. Um, most of the ones that I can think of off the top of my head are the really popular games. At least some of the stateside popular games. I'm not sure about Japan's communities because like, I can't read Japanese. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are toxic communities for ja uh, very popular Japanese games. They're going to be respectful about it, but they're going to be extremely backhand comment types. <laughs> but, and I'm pretty sure Michael wants to talk about his toxic encounter, maybe a little bit more. No, honestly, honestly, I've kind of already uh, run the gamut on that one. Uh, it's it, it wasn't great, but, you know, it's it's over. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying this new thing where I focus less on the negativity and more on the positivity. So far, it doesn't seem to be doing much, but I'm I'm staying optimistic. <laughs> well, in, in this case, uh, I I try and focus on the positive. Um, because like, I I don't like toxic communities. I'm not saying that you can't have fun from a community, but it's just like, when you're literally oh, you don't fall, blah 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 blah, 
and this is word of canon, and I'm like, can't, can't I just enjoy this property the way I like it? Because... No, uh, no, no. Because <laughs> uh, just to get my trigger part in there, fucking Metroid Other M is not canon in my mind. <laughs> because it doesn't make any logical sense for it. Mm. But according to goddamn Sakamoto, Metroid Prime <laughs> is non-canon. I'm like, fuck you, no. Prime is canon. Metroid Other M is not. <laughs> right. And trust me, I've seen the arguments on both sides for people arguing for and against their mm -hmm. interpretations of their favorite properties. Mm -hmm. um, and this is not just for Metroid. It's just Metroid's the one I know a lot about. Right. Um... Because I, I have seen some crazy, weird theories about, like, how all the Final Fantasies are just part of one big multiverse connected by hey. the Void. Hey, uh -oh. hey, 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 hey. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm not saying I subscribe to that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm hey, 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 because you don't subscribe to it. I do. Oh! Oh! Okay. <laughs> uh, that, that was a surprise I mean it is very like when you think about it it's like the void is kind of essentially the space between dimensions yeah and there's enough there's enough cross pollination in the different games that there's re it's reasonable enough to believe I mean the biggest uh, piece of evidence is Greg Okay. Yeah, Greg, Greg is a huge piece of evidence. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different ones. Basically, the entire game of 14 could be sent up as proof, uh, although it's also been kind of uh, uh, dismissed as just uh, the extreme uh, the extreme edge of Fanon. Ah. Yeah, that is true. Um, uh, let's see. But yeah, it it's one of those things of, like, fan committees I, I like. I, I'm perfectly fine with fan committees. As for... Are you? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm one of those people that's like, I have to take the bad with the good because otherwise it doesn't give me a full um, perspective. Right. Because I, I kind of like having the full uh, look at, uh, uh, like, the full idea of everything that's happening. Whether it's right. true or not. Mm -hmm. Um, because I I'm not sure, because, uh, like, uh, going into Mega Man, just for a brief aside, there's a... It, it's been kind of confirmed, but... The, it, like, certain events are kind of still left up to the fan community. And that's where some of the, like, oh god, flame wars happen, is... Uh, like, what happened between the original Mega Man series and then what took place in Mega Man X? Yeah, that that's... Even today, that's still up for debate, even though there's enough evidence to tell you what happened-ish. Um, yeah, I I, I, tell, I remember watching Game Facts and some of the stuff that was there. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, admittedly, like supposedly, Capcom has confirmed that the the thing that kicked off Mega Man X was Wily developing Zero. Yep. As for how and when, well, we've they've yet to touch upon that. <laughs> Um, and and rightfully so, because they want to keep it open. Yeah. Uh, as for... The, the weird part is that supposedly Mega Man Legend takes place at the end of the timeline. Like, after X. After yes. the Zero timeline. After N... Right. Uh, is it XZ? The, XZ, I think so, yeah. Yeah, after XZ... Um, is when, uh, like, 
like after XZ, maybe a few uh, minimal any other two is when Legends happens. Right. Yeah. And all we know is that like whatever the hell happened in the millennia millennia between XZ and Legends, something royally fucked it up to the point of where actual biological humans are just super rare. And then we get essentially what they call carbons. Which are the... Uh, essentially the evolutionary step from reploids. Hmm. Essentially they are biologically you know, like mechan uh, living humans, but the problem is that they're not. They're like completely <laughs> artificial. Let's stay on topic though. Ah, yes. But no, it like I've heard I've seen some flame wars about like how do you get from Mega Man to Mega Man X or why oh. the hell did zero happen or why did uh, XZ happen? Right, and there's going to be a lot of because it's it's left ambiguous so that they can always, you know, sneak they more can in. work on it in a later yeah, sneak more in. Um, which is a smart idea by Capcom, but yeah, the people are always going to have those kind of conversations. It's when it, um, you know, if it goes too far or it becomes toxic, I mean, that's not really the, the creators, the, you know, right. Or the, and I don't really believe the community. I just believe it's a select few that might take it too far. Hmm. Um, but just blaming the whole community is not the best way to do it. Yeah. Although I, I have some people, uh, I have seen a couple of fan out lashes where it was just a couple of fans that were hyper um, aggressive about their stance. And then the entire right. fan community got backlashed for it. Oh. But, See, that sucks. Yeah. Um, and that's that's not the community's fault. That is basically somebody going, oh, look at this community. Look at how it's reacting. This is their right. entire community. It's like, no, that's one or two members. Yeah, one or two members that does not does not a community make. Yeah. Um, so, all in all, I'd say that fan communities are helpful. As for, like, how they turn toxic, it varies greatly. Uh, some don't get very toxic. I know the Metroid community uh, gets toxic if you mention other M. They get very div uh, divisive about that. But if you bring up uh, Prime or Super Metroid, they're generally like, oh yeah, go go play it. Try it. We'll help you along. Um, whereas others are <laughs> get good, scrub. Well, that's just people being, you yeah. know, trying to be smart. Wow. No, I wouldn't. Being able to identify people who are just trying to get a rile out of you and who are actual trolls. And there are specific people that will do that, but I'm not saying any one community is, is trollish in nature. There mm -hmm. are people that are part of communities that can troll on purpose just so they get the attention and the rile which is what they go live for, which is weird, but I guess some people to each their own. But as long as you can, if you do not engage those type of people, having fun in fan communities is always a plus. Yeah. And I highly recommend it. And just as a side, the way you had fan communities before the internet <laughs> was conventions, fan centers. Conventions and, con yeah, which was the thing. And technically, it's still a good. I'm. I'm. It's still a good way of meeting people is conventions and, uh, and stuff like that. Because seriously, you're gonna meet people who love to cosplay, love to write, discuss theories, at a convention. Um. Right. Right. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have a, like. Don't have to go find a forum or a subreddit or mm. a, a twitter community there are a lot of options some of which even though like 
like really the whole uh for, uh forum thing that there are still yeah. forums out there they're just oh yeah i'm sure like they've moved on to more of like subreddit kind of setups right I, I hate to say this, but so, uh, but Reddit is just one gigantic, huge motherfucking forum with a lot of subcategories. Mm. I'm going to get... That's a topic. Up. That's a topic for another day. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think all of us have kind of said our piece, both good, bad, and the indifferent. And somewhere in between. <laughs> um, but no, this is, uh, this is Front Row Perspectives. Uh, keep an eye out on the usual haunts. Um, of course, Ooh. there's going to be streaming on the Twitches. Uh, on the Twitches. On the Twitches. <laughs> uh, we have not made any chance to move over to a new platform as of yet, nor currently. We're thinking about it. There is currently some process that may need to be hashed out. Yes. But uh, uh, updates happen via Twitter, Facebook, uh, I would def uh, YouTube for basically the Twitch streams, mm -hmm. uh, SoundCloud, which also gets pushed out to your favorite po uh, podcast place. And that does include Apple Podcasts, so yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, that is this is Front Row Perspectives, uh, and this is David. Night, everybody. Bye. Bye.